When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gilbert here at the Whitney Arena. Is, is it safe to say that uh, you were on your way to uh, California? <laughs> <laughs> you were on your way and then you had to, you had to turn it, had to do a 360? Well, I tell you, uh, <laughs> Jack Stay had me locked in, man. I, I had totally forgotten. I'm going to be honest with you. I, your, your, your focus is on Jackson man, State. Wow, what you talking about? I didn't, I, didn't see, uh, I didn't see a smile from you in practice today. So that, that, that told me that uh, you are locked in and focused. Hey, man, real focus, man. I think our kids are, too. I think that this is a game they really want to win. You know, I, I just hope we don't that don't get us off to a bad start. Cause uh, you, you know how you want you want to win something so bad, you want to do something so bad, you just play bad. Cause you're trying you're trying you're pressing. You know, so hope we won't be pressing and we just come out and play some real good basketball. Cause I I really feel like we're really shooting the ball well now. So I'm looking forward to the game on Saturday. I want to say our kids gonna respond. Well, for the first time I can I don't know if it's these lights these 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 lights are bright. David Tillman does a good job with these lights. When I was in Houston. Uh, for the for the uh, Cactus Jack, this guy had a, a a dome light that was probably twice, three times as big as what what we got here. So it was really really bright. But uh, the lights on you pretty good. You're glowing. <laughs> you're shining. Yeah, yeah. And winning helps that too, coach. <laughs> winning. I tell you what, winning helps a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, winning helps a lot of things when it comes to the kids. You know, we me and you always talk about body language. You know, body language get better when you're winning. You know, and uh, you know, our, our kids. They deserve this, though. They they they've been through a lot, you know. They've been dealing with a lot injury-wise, and and for them to actually kind of feel good about themselves a little bit, you know, it always helps. It always helps you to play good basketball when you start feeling good about yourself. Do you, you think they felt there was a time they felt bad about themselves? Absolutely, absolutely. They feel bad because they were losing games they know they should have been winning, and at the same time, a lot of them was playing with, with, with nagging injuries. When I say nagging injuries, that they probably shouldn't have been playing with, you know. And, uh, but they wanted to help their team that was trying to get through a, a funk that we was in when it, when it, when it came to uh, just actually winning games. Yeah. So, you know, we lost we lost about four games I know we should have won, you know. And they know we should have won them. So. But we, I think that's in our past now. We just got to go with what, you know, we're playing real good basketball now. We just got to keep believing in ourselves, keep believing in each other. I think that's been the key. We've been sharing the ball, you know, and people been coming through. They're hitting those big shots, you know, like, like Neil on, on, on Monday night, she had some big shots for but those are shots she can make. She just got to wait her turn and, 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 and put, get her feet together and knock those shots down. Well, the Florida team's rolling here, and so Bethune-Cookman and Florida A&M, and they're kind of in the middle of the bracket. I'm looking at the standings here, FAMU 6, Bethune-Cookman in a three-way tie with us and Prairie View. By the way, the Lady Braves do have the tiebreaker on two teams. Lord A&M and Bethune-Cookman. So if it comes down to that eight spot, seven, six, uh, the Lady Braves have the tiebreaker. So that's glad. I, I'm glad of that because those tiebreakers are like ace cards in your back pocket because they can help elevate you. They can help you get in the tournament or they can get you the number one seed like it had for our men last year. So it was good to get those two tiebreakers. All right, so Absolutely. Let's, let's start with Bethune-Cookman, Coach. 51-40. Uh, to 40, And you talk about that lineup with uh, White, McDonald, Edwards, 
Woods and Dunn. It was a 7-6 game at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> and uh, I was just wondering what in the heck was going on on this court. Was it the court? Was it me? Was it you? Was it the players? <laughs> what what was what's going on out there that uh, first 10 minutes? Child, it was the ice bowl, remember? It was freezing cold. <laughs> both, and you can see it with both teams. But that, they was rubbing their hands together, you know, all the different stuff doing the game and stuff. And they just, they really couldn't get started. And, uh, and as time went along, you, seen, you, you saw both teams uh, kind of warm up. Yeah. You know, they, they got it going a little bit. But at, at that first quarter, man, it was, it was, it was freezing on, on both ends of the floor, you know. And I, I thought the kids had a hard time getting themselves warmed up. You know, what was concerning to me was if we were losing the quarter without them making a field goal, because it was hitting that way. We hit one late. Uh, I don't know if it was Henderson. Someone hit a, a bucket late to give us a lead, but we were losing, and they didn't hit a field goal. And so, you know, it was one of those things where 7-6, and so you, you take that, but then 18-15 at the break, and then we just kind of, you know, it's one of those low-scoring games. And I look at the Alabama State game, the Florida A&M game here the other night. We won our share, share of low-scoring games, so I, I, I think as the – score stayed low, I felt pretty good that we were going to find a way because our defense, we're top four in defense. And so I, I felt pretty good about that. Yeah, low-scoring low games favor, favor us. I mean, it's simple. I don't care who we're playing against. The, the lower the score, it favor us because we feel like we can hit those spurts where we can, if the game is close, we can pull away. You know what I mean? The lower the score, the better chances we have to win, you know. And and, and, and the kidding part about the game against FAMU was the fact that, uh, you know, the score was so low in the first quarter that they were only getting their points from free throws. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and our, our points was hard coming by, you know, from free throw line and, and, and jump shots. But it was a low-scoring game. But we feel good about, about the quarter being a low-scoring game because we feel like we could win the game as the lower the score was. And that FAMU game, Charles, that was the biggest tiebreaker that we was worried about because they beat us eight points up there. Fam, uh, fam only beat us five. So we know we, we had to get over that eight-point mark. You know, so that was a big game for us. Well, in that uh, in that Bethune-Cookman game, two players in double figures, Destiny Brown was named the player of the week this past week with 20 points and 10 rebounds. Cheatham with 14 and 11. And those are only two of double figures. But everyone who played pretty much played their role. Might not be scoring. Could be on the boards. Could be assists. Could be the 50-50 balls. Everyone I thought in that game, despite the low-scoring game, as you look at some of the highlights, uh, contributed in some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, and see, and, and that's what you just said. That's key because you know probably the most important person to our team comes off the comes off the bench, and that's Kiara Henderson, and somebody who don't do a lot of scoring for us, but all those intangible things that she do that makes us great. You know, Kayla Watson has been a big part of why we've been winning lately, though, because of her play off the bench. You know, scoring wise and defensive wise, and just speed wise. You know, I think that's the key. And, and those intangible things are, are, are a big reason why we are winning now. And, it, and it's not coming from our, our, the, our people who are scoring a lot like Destiny. Destiny has been on a roll. You know I mean, she's been really getting it done. You know, we're just having people stepping up at the right time. I think Tanjane is starting to come around a little bit. She's starting to get her shot to going. And if Neil keep, keep doing what she's doing, shooting the way she's shooting the ball, we're going to be difficult to deal with. And I think these last few games, we've done a good job coaching, staying out of foul trouble. You know, you haven't had to make the early subs or, yeah. you know, someone picking up two fouls in the first three minutes and then she's, they're done for the half. I think we've played a lot smarter in trying to stay on the floor and 
avoiding those unnecessary fouls that have got us in trouble. Yeah, and, 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 and when you start talking about foul trouble, Charles, we're talking about really key people uh, getting those early fouls. We can we can make the adjustment to some people getting those fouls because we, we're kind of, we're deeper at God, you know, but when Destiny started getting them a, a, a uh, Nene gets, you know, we that's, that's a four and a five. We got to make some major adjustments. We can make the adjustment better with Nene, uh, with Tangene right than we can with Destiny, you know. The key is got not letting her get in early foul trouble, you know, because really we're thinking about we're thinking about playing her and uh, and her and forward against Jackson more together, having them out there together. So we kind of see that lineup. Ford, talk. I mean, when she she's obviously the number one off the bench in the post when Destiny Brown is either in foul trouble or needs a blow for the scoring aspect of it. We know Destiny can score. Ford also, I think as a passer, as someone that can spread the floor, you have to respect her because she can get around you and she can get to the bucket. She can get to the free throw line. Well, she's been doing a good job for us, you know, when Destiny get in foul trouble. She's, she's kept us in game simply because she's rebounding the ball so well. But you know, her, her thing is just defensively, she's solid. You know, you're gonna have to shoot over her and uh, she don't she, she don't do she don't foul a lot herself, so she she knows how to stay in the game. But you know when she's scoring for her like she was a couple of games, you know I think like the fam game up there, she really scored a lot for us. When she's doing that, she's just adding a lot of more flavor to what we need from her, you know. And and before she got before she got injured, she, she was doing that, you know, at will. Whenever she wanted to score, she could she could get some baskets for her. But now it's a little tougher for her because she can't get that explosiveness that she need to be the power up. Uh, be able to get the offense. I mean, watch her a lot, uh, Charles. She's shooting off of one leg a lot, but it's a rhythm shot for her now. It's not a bad shot. It looks bad, but it's not a bad shot for her because she's trying to stay away from that injured leg, so she's shooting off of one leg. But she's been doing great for us. Hopefully, she'll continue to do that. You know who I think also is, is showing a little bit of pep in her step, a lot more confidence? Mia McAlfield. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's been, the, she's been the different in the last two games, I think, the way she's taking care of the ball and, and the fam, you the way she shot the ball. But Neil's a good shooter. People don't realize that she don't get an opportunity. You know, point guards don't get an opportunity to, to take a lot of shots. You know, but when they take them, they have to make them because, you know, the, the Neil and, 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 and Ashanti are probably going to take five, six shots a game, you know, and they had to make at least three of them, or, you know, at least two, you know. But Neil was on. She was on fire. You could look at it when she left her hand. She knew what she was doing. The only shots that she missed was late in the shot clock, and she was trying to get it up quick before the shot went off. But those other four, three-point shot she made, she got a time to set herself, and normally she can make those consistently. We just need her to keep doing it. Well, the one thing that we cut down on a little bit is turnovers, and the losses that we've had, and I was talking with Coach Powell about it last week, the losses that we've had, I did the math, we're averaging like 23 turnovers during that spurt in which we were struggling to win games. Um, we had 16 against Bethune-Cookman. I'm sure you want to cut down on that, and even against Florida A&M did a little bit better job with that. So that helps us as well. Yeah, it, it does. It helps us when we can turn down on the turnover. But the thing about the turnovers against uh, 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 Bethune and uh, Pham, Charles, they weren't live ball turnovers. They didn't turn into an easy basket. And when we when we turn it over 20-some times, a lot of those were live ball turnovers. That, you know, that, that, that means the other team is scoring layups against you. So uh, I thought we did a real good job of really taking care of the ball these last two home games and, and didn't give up those live ball turnovers. A lot of those turnovers we got because we were trying to make stuff happen. You know, and that's, and that's all part of the game. You want your kids to be creative. You want them to be trying to get downhill a lot. And a lot of times they start playing fast. And they're creating turnovers because they're trying to make stuff happen. So you can live with those turnovers. It was a big win by the Lady Braves over Bethune-Cookman. And now the Monday night matchup with the best score in the league in Grizzles. 
So we did a nice job. Grizzle in the game had 17, a lot of them late. I think she had 11. Uh, you know, she had six in the first half. She had 11 in the second half, a lot of them late, which we kind of had the game in hand. But uh, what was the challenge trying to, to slow down Grizzle and Alabama transfer? And we know she can fill it up. Yeah, no doubt about that, man. She, she's, something to, she's something to watch out there. Uh, but our strategy was just to get the ball out of our hand, make, some, make someone else on the team become a, a, a big-time scorer for them. And I just don't feel like they have anybody on their team that's capable of being a big-time scorer for them, simply because they haven't done it all year. Yeah. You know, Grizzle has been the person that's been scoring for them and, 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 and been the person they've been looking to to score. Uh, her and number 30, they are the two kids that really put the ball in the basket for them. So uh, we trapped her a lot uh, when she had the ball. Anytime she dribbled towards someone, we, we doubled her and got the ball out of her hand. And I thought we did a real good job against her because she's crafty with that ball. I mean, she know how to step between two uh, two defenders, and uh, she got a nice jump shot. She's just hard to defend, but we put we put long kids on her. We put fast kids on her. We, we flip-flopped on her just about the whole game. Watched them play a little, little bit. Uh, Cheatham played a little bit. Uh, White played a little bit. Henderson came in the game. So we kind of wore down as the game went along, and we, we trapped her a whole lot. But she's a great basketball player. She's fun to watch, especially when you're not playing against her. But uh, our kids did a good job against her. Well, speaking of fun to watch, this offense was fun to watch. And I was teasing Tajanae Wright earlier today at practice, like, man, I was just so glad. I almost jumped out of my seat. <laughs> I mean, she stepped into a three in transition, and uh, she's been kind of she's been kind of feeling it, you know, a little bit. But the offense really came around. I mean, 64 points. I mean, you had four players in double figures, four of the starters in double figures. You know, the ball was moving. I, I thought we were free-flowing out there offensively. Uh, we were, Charles. We were. This, and I think you, 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 hit it, you shared it just like it should be said because uh, th that's the reason why we have not been winning those closed games. We've been in games, but not because we've been shooting the ball well. If we had been shooting the ball well, we have been blowing people away. Because we we know we're going to get good shots. We feel like our offense is that good. We're going to get good shots. Now, are we going to make them like we did against Fam? Because if we make them against if we make them like we did against Fam, we're going to beat Jackson State. It's simple. I mean, we're going to get those good shots. We just have to make them. We're going to get those back those layups. We just have to make them. Why not get as many? Because that's what people play us for. You know, they give us the other options, which are those 12 and 10 foot jump shots, and because they, they're so scared of the back door. But uh, if we're making those 12 foot uh, jump shots, that's going to open up the back door. So uh, hopefully uh, our kids continue to shoot the ball. Well, it's all about confidence, though. You know, that's what it is. It's all about confidence. When you take that shot, you got to believe you're going to hit it. If they believe in what they're doing and believe in their ability to knock those shots down, they're going to make them. Uh, Destiny Brown, player of the week, 16 and 12. I mean, Destiny Brown has been lights out. But I thought everyone, again, played their role. Henderson stepped up. Uh, cheating with just two points, but what she does on the boards and assists, I thought, you know, sometimes the, the stat sheet can be deceiving. It's yeah. what the eye test shows, but sometimes the other things that you right. don't necessarily see on this paper, on yeah. this, yeah. in the box score, and is huge. And think about that. Think about this, Charles, the fact that uh, uh, Grizzle, is, uh, number five for the Grizzle, is the point guard. So that means Cheatham is out away from the rim checking her now. So we, we, we gave her a big assignment. Honey, she's yours. Shut her down a little bit, you know, make her work. And that's what she did. So now she's away from the basket. So that takes away from some of, from her game a little bit because she, now she's away, away from the basket. She's not in rebounding position, you know what I mean? And we say don't leave her. You know, when somebody else shoot the ball, you make sure you stay with her because we don't want them passing it back to her. So that took away from some of the things like scoring-wise, rebounding-wise. You didn't see the big numbers in those areas. But her presence in the game was huge. 
simply because she was long. You know, she forced uh, 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 the, the young lady to take bad shots a couple of times, you know. But defensively, she was solid. And the Lady Braves were solid. 49 points for Florida A&M scored 60 down in Tallahassee, holding them to 49 points. Coach, as we transition into Jackson State, you talked about this Florida, these Florida teams at home. Two weeks ago, you said, and you identified these two games at home as being the key games. If we're going to make the top eight and go to Birmingham, we had to have these two against the Florida teams, and we got them. Yeah, we did. And, and, you know, we talked about it before the games were, were played, that we felt like these were two key games. We had to win those games. And uh, we came in, we took care of business. But but it's back to what we've been talking about, y'all. The body language was leaving leaving Florida was good, even after the two, two losses. We felt like we should have won. But when we got back to practice that week, we really feel good about ourselves. We thought we had the opportunity to, to do some good things. And, you know, we went into two tough games against, against Southern and, uh, and uh, Grambling and lost those two games at home and had one, you know. We had Southern by 15 points won the second half. But coming into the Florida Florida games at home, we really feel good about ourselves. So, And I think, the, I think the win at Valley helped us too, you know, just to get that, just get on the, just get in the W column for a second. You know, we didn't play that bad at Pine Bluff, even though they ended up winning the game. But the, the being to go to Valley and win at that place, and the Valley is a, is, is a strange team. You got to be careful dealing with them. They can easily knock you off as Alabama State found out at Alabama State. So I thought that win coming into the to the two Florida school games that here at home helped us, you know, to get in the win column. Well, this game Saturday is going to feature the previous SWAC Player of the Week at Destiny Brown, averaging 18, 11, and two blocks this past week, and then Angel Jackson, the Impact Player of the Week. So it's going to be a big matchup. Coach, again, looking at the standings right now, we're in a tie for seventh place. Bethune-Cookman, Prairie View, and the Lady Braves are in a three-way tie, five and eight. We've got the tiebreaker on Bethune, and we have the tiebreaker on Florida A&M. And uh, Alabama A&M goes to Florida as well as Alabama State, so we'll be following that. But as you talked about, we three weeks ago we were saying if this happens, if that happens, if this happens, if that happens. Now you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You just take care of business next game up, yeah. and you have yeah. a chance to move up and get inside the top eight. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, this, this game against Jackson is a big game for us again. But, you know, all the games, Charles, from here on out are big, though. We know that all the games are big. And uh, what the good thing about it, we got we got a lot of the last five games, we got three of those games at home. You know, we only have two more road games left, and that's, uh, uh, you know, we go to Houston. And uh, play the, the two Texas schools, and all the other games are at home. So we, I feel good about where we are. We just got to continue to play good basketball. That's what it's all about. And, and we play good on the road. It's not like we go on the road and just stink it up. Now we we in games. We we, we give ourselves a chance to win. So we feel good about the two road games that we're going to play. But we we talking to our kids about that tunnel vision. <laughs> we only see Jackson State right now. That's what we concentrate on. All right. Well, let's look at Jackson State. January sixth was the last time we played. Seemed like it's a long time ago. You know, with the way these these schedules are set. You know, you, you play your first game, and then it seems like forever in which you play them again. Mm -hmm. And January 6th was the last time we saw Jackson State. It was 74 to 46. How different is Jackson State from them to now? How different are the Lady Braves from then to right now? I, I think both teams are a little different simply because Jackson State don't have White anymore. She got hurt in that game, and, had, you know, she tore ACL in that game against us. Uh, I think we are different uh, simply because we have we, we are playing more kids with confidence now, 
and we're not as broke. We was broke up in that game, that first game. Remember, Destiny, we didn't even know where we were going to play Destiny in that game. So well, I think we're a little bit more healthy, healthier in this game coming up on Saturday than we were at Jackson. You know, even though we got kids playing with in, with injuries, but they, you know, their injuries they they can play with long as they're wearing their brace. Like Kayla Watson is dealing with that ACL. Uh, spring and, and you know uh, Ford is still dealing with an ACL and a torn uh, meniscus so they, but they are used to playing with it now they've been playing with it a while and you know they're not really complaining about it like they were in the very beginning so I think it's I think both teams I think both teams are, uh, are in a good place though don't get me wrong because Jackson's still solid they got so many they got, they got so many players Charles they're just so deep you know what I mean and I watch them on film and they you know just got them coming off the bench they steady coming off the bench and they, and they don't you don't see any you don't see any letdown once these kids come off the bench you know all of them got certain things that they do well you know now now Jackson to me is the key because she she's she's gonna shut the rim down you're not gonna get a lot of easy stuff in her area and so we struggle with getting stuff to the rim yes, in the first meeting yes absolutely and it's simply because of her you know she's gonna she's gonna you know I, like she's put a lid over the rim you're gonna we're forced to shoot more jump shots against Jackson, cost of, against Jackson State because of Jackson. Normally, we we get stuff close to the basket when uh, when she's not in the game. So when you see them sub her out, you'll see us start to get stuff closer to the basket. That's why I think it's so important that we're making our, our 10 and 12 foot jump shots, you know, so that'll open things up. But I think both teams are in a good place when it comes to personnel, though. I think uh, Jackson is Jackson is solid because they're so deep. But I think we're healthy enough now. Well, we can we can be real good at around nine deep. I think that's good enough. You know, we're good enough to play nine good kids and uh and give us a chance to win. You know, when I look at Jackson's record, we know they're undefeated, and you know, I always say Monday night some weird scores. What fifty-two to thirty-nine? Yeah. They beat uh they beat Bethune Cookman. Kind of kind of strange. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was the Monday night whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, what what do you think about that? I mean, because yeah. they've been dominant at times. They're deeper. And I even looked at the stats where in years past with Holiday averaging 21 and 10, their top score is not even the top 10. So they're deeper. They've got more weapons. They've got two SWAC transfers, Avent from Texas Southern and Mahoney from Valley, who both of those young ladies are making an impact. Yeah, but, you know, as I watched that that, that, uh, film on them and and Bethune, if we had to play them on that night the way we shot it on that night, we would have beat them, double-figure points, because that's the worst I've I seen them shoot the ball. They was just, like, and they wide open. They just missing wide open shots, and they did that for a long period of time. Normally, Jackson, you know, they come out of that, that, that slump, but that's the first time I've seen Avid miss, miss shots like she was missing. That's the first time I've seen Crump miss shot. All of them missing at one time. Normally, they got one person that's, you know, pulling them through, but in that game against Bethune, it couldn't, could, couldn't nobody make a shot. And, then, and that's why the game was so low scoring. And Bethune just couldn't make a shot either. It looked like they was just both teams was going through the motion because both teams was pressing each other. And they was both, which slowed the game up for both teams because both teams were pressing, but they didn't turn it over. That was the key. They took their time. But it made it a slow game. And they were getting open shots. They were just missing them. Even Bethune was getting open shots. They were just missing them. So it was one of those games where both teams were, were I guess, Fortunately for both teams, that both teams were missing. But if, the, if we could have played them on that night and, and the way we shot the ball on, on Monday night, uh, we would have beat them. Well, how big is this, Coach? This place going to be a lot of folks here. The weather's going to be nice, not a lot going on. And I think if we can play this game tight, close, turn them over a little bit, knock down shots, 
Should be a fun fun game here. No, that's that's gonna be the key, child. Is knocking down shots. And, you know, keeping the game close. If we can keep the game close and knock down a shot at our place and where this crowd's gonna be and get them in the game, and that's the key. We can't we can't allow Jackson to take the crowd out the game. And then where they take the crowd out of the game, it, it, we get a bad start. You know what I mean? And they just just take off from us. But we can keep the game close or get a nice little lead on lead on them like we did at Jackson. And that's 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 a that's a making for a good game for us. We're just keeping the game close and making our shot. But it all starts with us with us about shot making. If we can make shots like we did against Fam, we'll be okay. Coach, we appreciate it. Let's go get them. Appreciate it, y'all. One o'clock here. Get here early. Get here early should be a good one. One o'clock. Lady Braves and the men taking on Jackson State will try to keep their streaks going. That'll do it for the Nate Kilbert and Land and Bussy programs. We'll be right back here next Wednesday with a recap of that game. We'll take some questions, talk a little bit about recruiting. We didn't do that with Nate Kilbert uh, tonight, but we'll definitely get into that with this one game over the next few days. For our producers, Cedric Tillman, Jamario Brooks, I'm Charles Edmond. Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll talk to you on Saturday right here, Allcorn and Jackson State. So long.